Basic witches. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches. <laughs> Basically. Hey, witches. Welcome back. I'm Rachel LaForest. And I'm Leah Knauer. And today in the studio, we have Myla Ivers. She is an Akashic Records reader. Mm-hmm. And she did a free session with us today on the episode. We actually accessed our Akashic Records. Yeah, it was fascinating. Um, and she is just a witch through and through. Beautiful goddess woman. She's a goddess. Yeah. Definitely, definitely get a visual as well. Beautiful inside and out. Yeah. You're definitely going to enjoy this episode. Um, You know the deal. Go to our Instagram at basic witches pod. There's a link there where you can do a bunch of stuff. You can join our Patreon where we will give you monthly readings and we'll do Skype calls and you personalized art, whole bunch of fun stuff. There's also merch available. We have t-shirts and hats. Um, We're going to start selling personal candle healing candles or whatever kind of intention you want in it so be sure to check us out there and please leave us an itunes review and enjoy this episode with myla ivers so what are akashic records so the word akashic actually means like ether or Mm -hmm. sky or heaven um but it's a sanskrit word And uh, the Akashic Records in what I feel that they are, are it's like the energetic library regarding your soul's journey. So I always, I think it's kind of funny, but do you remember Bruce Almighty? Yeah. Yeah. And that part where he pulls out like the file cabinet and there's all the things that like are in there. That's kind Mm. of the Akashic Records in a way. But obviously people are always like, yeah, but like, where do you go? I'm like, you don't physically go anywhere it's it's energetic Mm. yeah I've had one little preview of the Akashic Records a coach on one session pulled from a deck that she had that related to them Ooh, okay and and gave me an answer um it was like basically an, an image and a motif Amazing. Um, and it felt really fitting at the time, but that's it. We didn't even, it wasn't like a full reading like yeah. we're going to do. Yeah. What I find really beautiful is that um, we all have access to our Akashic records and it's our birthright to be able to read them. Mm. So there's nothing special about me. There's, you know, um, I think because a lot of people kind of put like readings and this kind of thing on a pedestal of like, well, I, I don't have that ability, but we actually all do. Mm. And um it's very different than like a psychic reading, which I used to do psychic readings. And there's there's psychic elements in the Akashic Records, but it's not a psychic reading. Mm. And that's what I find really kind of magical about the Akashic Records is that we can all read our records. So it's pretty special. It's really cool. And um, yeah, I wow. highly suggest anybody who's interested to, to start diving into it. How do How does one learn how to do that? So... I personally, like I bought a book when I first started and I was like, okay, I like this. And I'm, and actually the word Akashic Records showed up when I was really little. And I remember seeing it and it like shook my soul. I was like, oh my God, this Akashic Records, like I must know everything about it. And so it's kind of interesting that it's like a part of my adulthood, but but things do that, you know, all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the fact that it resonated with me so deeply and now that it's, it is a part of what I do, Mm -hmm. um, I find very cool. But um, so you got a book? I got a book, Dr. Linda Howe. She's like 
the godmother of the Akashic Records. She's kind of the one who brought it um, out into the public. Uh, if you go a little bit further back, there was a man named Edgar Casey who really started bringing it out into the public, but that was a long time ago when people were just a little bit more closed off to the idea. But Dr. Linda Howe, um, she has like a whole school. She's written a bunch of books on it and she has um, a teacher training program and teachers that trained underneath her. So I started with her book and when I went to open my records, I had this whole like fifth dimensional energy pour through me. Mm. But I also was like, I don't know what I'm hearing or feeling or sensing. And it was kind of almost like I wanted confirmation because I just didn't really know what I was doing. And so I ended up going to school through Dr. Linda Howe. Um, and I've also trained, uh, with Dr. Linda Howe and she's so she's hilarious. Like (laughs) she's so magical, but also like really Midwest and Mm -hmm. just like tells it the way it is like, and she'll make you like laugh your fucking ass off. (laughs) Um, but I also trained with one of her um, uh, advanced teachers, uh, Helen Bonderhyde, and she's super magical as well. So I've done a bunch of um, different school for it. Actually, it's crazy. You can go to Emerson and get your doctorate in Akashic Records. Wow. Yes. It is insane. Yes. That's cool. So I love that that stuff's being like recognized now, Mm -hmm. but yeah, you can actually go and and actually go to school for it. What is the difference between intuition and Akashic records, because I agree that anyone can access their intuition as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, intuition comes from, it does come from yourself. And, and actually I really like the difference between like third dimension, fourth and fifth and intuition really does come from your higher self, whereas the Akashic records are coming from your soul level truth, like your fifth Mm -hmm. dimensional self. And I think also I get the question a lot. Um, what about like spirit guides and, um, spirit guides and angels? Those are fourth dimension. Oh, Akashic records are fifth dimension. Oh, um, yeah. So we, in our Akashic records, we have it, uh, lords of the records who they're kind of like, they've never incarnated into human form. Masters, um, again, usually have never incarnated. We have teachers. Sometimes the teachers have, and sometimes they haven't. Mm. And we have loved ones, which usually is like ancestors. Um, like I had my, I opened my records once and I saw like crazy amounts of ancestors from like a past life when I was, um, native American and yeah. So it was, um, it was really interesting. Wow. So what does that mean? You saw them? Like, what is this experience like to, well, so actually people who read the Akashic records receive messages in different ways. Usually it's either auditory. So you're clear audient, um, clairsentient, you're feeling the messages uh, or sensing them. Uh, Claircognizance is more like knowing the message and then um, clairvoyant you're seeing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so people can receive messages in different ways. This is interesting because I actually asked Linda this when I was in one of her classes, but I was like, I, I receive all of the ways. I was like, I literally can see it, feel it, sense it, like all the things. And she was like, really? Like, I've never heard that before. And I was like, Oh, and then another person in the class was like, I also have that. Whereas everyone else in the class was like, I don't have that at all. I only get them in one way. And so she's like, that's very, like, very rare. 
But one thing that I noticed is based on the person that I'm reading, I tend to receive messages the way they receive messages. So my friend, she's clairvoyant and I saw like all of her records were just like, it was all visual. My other, another person I read, um, she's very auditory and I, all I could do was hear her messages. So it was really cool. Um, to have that. You're like O negative blood type. Like you can work with any facet or donate or receive or whatever. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of just go with the flow and like whatever comes through, comes through. I feel called to ask, did you have any dreams about the, this today? Because I, my way is, um, I get clairvoyant dreams. I did not. Although if we have time at the end, I'll tell you some weird shit I've been going through in regards to like, past life, Akashic records, my sleep. Like I am like, not kidding you. I'm going through like some crazy shit right now. Do, you, do you want me to Should try we just hear about it now? Yeah. Okay. Now. <clears throat> so, okay. Let me back up a, a sec. So I, my teacher, Helen, who's amazing. I, I, I love reading my own records, but I also like to get a reading like usually once a year, just because it's different getting a reading from someone versus yourself. <clears throat> sure. Just so, like and I, this also goes into like my sickness oh. right now. Like it's, it's actually gets, it, the story gets really personal and weird. So, yeah, um, was, um, getting over something, it was affecting your voice, right? Yeah. Literally every time I've tried to come on this podcast here, I've gone through <laughs> you some, got, you literally I, got punched accidentally. I got punched the in time. the eye and literally had like a bloody eye. I was like, I don't think I should come in today. It's <laughs> <laughs> like maybe, maybe a different day. It was on accident though. It was yeah. a pride at pride. Like, yeah. oh, he got really hype and happy. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Too it was, proud. It was a love, yeah. a love punch. Um, but anyway, so I got an Akashic Records reading and she told me, she was like, you have something blocking your third eye, which I could feel even though my third eye is really open and I do readings for a living. And even though I still had tons of information coming through, I could still feel like there was sort of this weird block. And she was like, you had this past life where you, it was in like Eastern Europe and you were murdered for knowing too much. Whoa. And yeah. And she said that you had a noose tied around your neck four times with this really, really thick rope. And it was so heavy because your frame, your body frame was so tiny that it like weighed on you. And you can even see my shoulders are like almost weirdly like uneven. And she said you almost wore it like a martyr because you would rather like just, you know, be and have your truth and like conform. Mm. And so you ended, I ended up being murdered, um, for, for having too open of a third eye. Wow. So, so for being a witch, basically, it sounds like witch hunty. Yes. Wow. Very witch hunty. Um, exactly. She said there was really weird shit happening at that time in the specific place that I lived in. And it was crazy because when she started saying all this stuff, I remembered it. I remembered it. I saw it. I knew exactly what was happening. I had a daughter in that life who watched the whole thing happen. Oh. And she never chose to incarnate into human form again because it traumatized her so much. Whoa. My name, uh, well, actually, I'm not going to share the name. But anyway, I... Wait, is it a choice to incarnate again? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Each soul gets to decide. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've 
personally feel like I chose this human form um, specifically for reasons like for my own soul. And I'm sure you girls did too. Mm -hmm. Like all of us have somewhat of a plan coming into this body, but also there's free will here too, you know? Mm -hmm. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so that happened and, um, and I've always been very sensitive about my neck in weird ways, like weird stuff. Um, so anyway, she said, as a witch in that life, I put a block over my third eye until a lifetime when it was safe for my powers to come out, Mm. which is this life. Feminine divine. Yes. So I was like, okay, well shit, like how do I unblock this thing? And, um, she was like, you need to, um, go into that past life and talk to your past self and tell her that it's safe and then undo the noose. Mm. So, I did a 10-day silent retreat, and I probably was supposed to be meditating at this time, but I was like, I need to go in there and, like, get this noose off. And my third eye was, like, going crazy, and um, I came out of that, and I was like, oh, my God, like, I really feel different, but I could still feel like it wasn't fully over. Mm. So then recently, my friend was like, oh, by the way, my friend channels, he's going to channel for us tonight. And I was like, cool. I wasn't expecting that, but great. He channels. I kid you not. It's the deepest experience I've ever had in my life. And I have had a lot of psychic readings, a lot of channeling. It was like on another level. It was crazy. I wasn't even talking to a human. It was like, you girls need to bring this on your show. (laughs) Um, It was on another level. And right away, um, they start telling me, you have poppy syndrome. And I was like, what is that? And they were like, you've been murdered in your, in your life yeah. because you've known too much and your third eye has been too open and you were murdered um, oh. around your neck and all these things. And no. I was like, I so many goosebumps. oh my God. I was like, okay, this is crazy because <sighs> both of my like teachers are telling me the same thing Wow. and said though that it was multiple lifetimes that this happened to me. Mm. So I'm like, okay. And it's always like around the neck, which I've had a lot of instances with suicide and people in this lifetime committing suicide mm. and like just different, different things with that. Yeah. So, um, I was like, well, well, holy shit. Like this is still happening, which I knew it was. And I was like, well, how do I, how do I get rid of this like energy, this block? And, um, he was like, you're, you're doing it to keep yourself safe because if you unblock your third eye, you will know too much and like it can scare people. Um, and so he was like, you're waiting for a lifetime when it's safe to let it go. Literally word for word, the wow. same exact thing, which I was just like, okay, like, you know, not that I didn't believe her the first time, but then when you hear it from a completely, you're just like, okay, <laughs> got it. Mm-hmm. How do I get this out? He's like, you go underwater and you need to scream the energy out of you. <gasps> and I was like, Okay. That sounds got nice. it. All right. I was like, uh, well, I live in an apartment. Like, what, am I going to scare the shit out of my neighbors? Like, what am I going to do? I don't like have a lake I can go jump in. So I was like, I'm going to like do it under a bath. And so I like draw a bath. This is recent. This is like a week ago. So I draw a bath and I go under <laughs> and I scream, not like crazy screaming. Like, I didn't like injure my like 
lungs or anything, but I screamed, you know, I got the energy and like told the energy, like commanded it to leave me, like leave me now. And also gently saying like, it's safe, like it's safe. It's time. It's time for this to Mm -hmm. go away. This is a lifetime where it's okay. Mm -hmm. The next day I get strep. (laughs) And I mean, like swollen tonsils to the point where like, there was like white pus on my tonsils. It was really gross. Yeah. Whole the works like, and not only that, but I, I get a bad fever. I'm dizzy shaking on the couch, like can't fucking function Oh my! for days, like days. And I knew it was the energy leaving my body, Mm -hmm. but I was just like, okay, this is crazy. I didn't expect it, but you kind of, kind of know that it's going to come out in a physical way when there's like something that's been living in the cells of your body for that long. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. So anyway, so I'm sick and shaking and all of the things. And, um, I start to get better and my third eye is starting to get all like crazy and open stuff's coming out of my face. Like I always have like really good skin and it was starting to like get all crazy. And, um, the past two nights I've been having like sleep sweats, which I don't have, like, just waking up in the middle of the night, like drenched in sweat Whoa. happened last night. And now I am here. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> I know. So many thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, share them. Yeah. Please. It's, it's incredible that they both said the same thing. And, and, um, I was thinking about how they're now showing that ancestral DNA trauma can be passed through DNA. Like science yes. is fucking showing that it's crazy trauma is passed through yes. dna like survivor yes. uh ancestor or lineage that ha- was had holocaust survivors yes. they're showing certain mm. things you know like mm-hmm. major trauma and so we do know that there is a scientific molecular amount of energy that is being passed yep so you clearing it out makes so much sense that your body was processing basically like a flu or an infection or a massage yeah. getting yeah. toxins totally. out yeah totally and then second thought was I went through a period of insane, unexplained night sweats. And I bet it was just Energy. sort of spiritual. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause it was like, uh, it, they're gone now. Mm. Yeah. I had a Reiki student this morning. I just gave her her Reiki level one attunement and she texted me and she was like, I'm dizzy. Like, I'm dizzy. I'm dizzy. What do I do? And it's so funny because I Googled this morning metaphysical reason for night sweats because I always <gasps> Google everything yes. and I always want to know the metaphysical reason because I always find that stuff like so directly associated. Mm. I really believe any physical symptom is an imbalance in energy. So I always want to know like, where's the energy? And sometimes you can ask your higher self. Sometimes you can ask Google. Mm. I asked Google this morning. (laughs) I was like, what is this? And I found this whole thing on like, uh, night sweats and dizziness. So I sent her the article and I was like, it's, it's transformation. Like it's shifting, you know, it's a lot of energy shifting. Yeah. Which that happens during your Reiki level one attunement anyway, like your body, like Let's go of a lot of physical level shit and moves it out. Um, so yeah, it's cool. I mean, I've, it makes so much sense. Yeah. I've never had Reiki, but I really want to. Oh my god! Yeah, I'll give you a Reiki session. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's when you're like, 
it's kind of like a massage, but it's with energy, right? I wouldn't what? call it a massage. I love what? 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 what is Reiki? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> um, it's it's energy healing through the palms of your hands, but no physical touch is applied. Okay. And it's uh, like universal life energy. That's like Reiki. That's what the word means. Oh. Um, so I'm basically just the vehicle for the energy to come through. And so it's channeling the energy of the universe through me to you. So how does that work like metaphysically for the person getting it done? Yeah. So um, it's not even just metaphysical. Like it's physical. Mm. Like you can, my friend who's a Reiki master fixed this kid's sprained ankle. Like. See how? It, it's energy. How? Yeah. And it's crazy because most people um, like will fall asleep. Like they'll knock out in, if you're giving them Reiki or it makes you feel really relaxed. It can have like a deep, deep release. Um, I've actually started opening Akashic records when I do somebody's Reiki attunement. Um, just because the combination is like really double trouble, double trouble. Right. Yeah. It's really <laughs> special. Um, but yeah, if you girls never had your Reiki one attunement, we should do that. I would love that. I would also love that. Yeah. So Reiki one is about healing physical level dis-ease. Um, so it's, you learn self-healing and your, uh, chakra system is flushed. So, Mm. um, all, all of the chakras over the course of like three to four weeks will be completely flushed out and you, you'll notice physical things leaving your life. People Mm. like just things that aren't meant for you anymore. Level two you learn um, distance healing. So you learn how to heal somebody that's not present with you. And you also understand that you can pass Reiki backward in time or forward in time. And you also learn the symbol for the Akashic Records, which is like the pagoda. And it's the doorway of the Akashic Records. Like it's really cool looking. And so when you learn that symbol, some people actually access the Akashic records through that symbol. So you'll kind of find your own path. I think that was actually one of your questions is how do you access them? But, um, and then level three, you become a master and you learn how to give attunements to other people and create the healer. Fascinating. Yeah. So you do Akashic records, you do Reiki. What else, what other kind of like witchy stuff? Yeah. Oh, so much witchy stuff. Um, (laughs) insanely good yoga teacher. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yoga, breathwork, meditation. And I created a program that's based on the chakra system. And we go through one chakra per week during the program. And there's eight weeks total, seven of the main chakras. And the last week is like basically the chakras and yourself. And um, we do a combination of breathwork, meditation, um, cleansing. And also I help you kind of like cleanse your home. And so the root chakra is all about like getting yourself stable. Sacral chakra is like relationships, finding your creativity. Solar plexus, we really work on like cleansing your gut because your gut bacteria, like if it's not healthy, like your whole life is not going to be great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Heart chakra becomes a lot more about like service to the planet. The throat is about like speaking your highest truth. Third eye, I teach you how to basically be psychic, be more intuitive, how to connect to that side of yourself. And then the crown um, is a lot about like stillness and meditation. So as we move through the eight weeks, um, you really get like a makeover of everything that we need, you know. So that's one of the the other things that I do. And then um, I used to read tarot when I was younger, but like now that I have Akashic Records, I don't do it as often, even though like every once in a while I'll 
pull a card for myself. Yeah. And mostly just um, online, online yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, amazing. A real wit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Moving> through. <laughs> yeah. Um, just with, starting to find all that out. With mm. the root chakra and, and helping people clear out, are you talking like Marie Kondo? Like literally getting rid of <laughs> shit? Hilarious because literally like the way that I word it on my website is Mar- Marie Kondo your chakras and oh, lose 10 pounds that's awesome. yes. <laughs> because you like it's real it's real and I'm yes, doing it yes a I'm part also- of it is is getting rid of shit um but like yeah in the root chakra like if you so the cool thing about the chakra system is you're either moving up the chakra scale and that means you're going from manifestation to liberation or you're going down the chakra scale from liberation to manifestation. Is there an ideal way or it's just there's two ways? Well, if you think about it, so there's like, think of those really spiritual people who are so out there that like, they like can't even like keep their home life together mm-hmm. and they just need to come back down to planet earth. And mm-hmm. then there's people who are so like human that you're just like, wake up. Like there is a world that is unseen that is also existing, but they can't see it because they're so human living mm-hmm. their human life. So it's kind of like, those are two really extreme ends, like the out there spiritual guy and the, you know, super human person. Yeah. And so each person is somewhere on the chakra scale. And then once you kind of go all the way up, you kind of start to go back down. And it can take lifetimes for that to happen. Mm, wow. But um, yes, cleaning stuff out in the root chakra and um, just, you know, getting yourself to a place where you have somewhat of a routine where you're actually... Personally, for me, like the things that have shifted my life a lot are um, like actually working out every single day, moving your physical body, making sure you put good stuff in your body, Mm. meditating every day, breath work like these are and doing yoga. Um, If you don't do those basic things, like a lot of the time you you literally can't have a functioning life with all the other stuff Mm -hmm. um, just because. If you're not feeding yourself good stuff, you're going to be like, you can't access your intuition when you're Mm -hmm. like drowning in cheeseburgers. It's just Mm -hmm. not going to happen. I think I need to reassess some things then. (laughs) (laughs) Depends what your goals are. I mean, like, you know, it's just, I do know, actually, this is a weird thought that I had the other day. Mm. I was like, I realize I'm starting to eat more fifth dimensionally, (gasps) which I was like, that's an interesting way to put it. But like, when I had such third dimensional, heavy kind of like human energy and I'm very like, bah, I was eating like very like dense things and mm-hmm. I was feeling dense and like mm-hmm. having the struggle to like move my energy forward and even just like do things. And then the more I started accessing the records and meditating and stuff like the stuff I eat now is really like light mm-hmm. and like almost like uh, airy, like fifth dimensional. And I'm like, eating a lot less and like more water and just like, and that's another thing I talk about in my program, which is, um, what foods are chakra based. Mm. So you also learn like how to intuitively eat, um, based on the chakra system, because yeah, if you're doing, you know, root vegetables, you're going to feel like super grounded and you need those a lot of the time versus it's crazy. You picked that example (laughs) because I had some Reiki done in the, um, unconventional therapist I got to see that listeners have heard about uh, Mm post-trauma. I was gifted some sessions with with her and she did Reiki on me. And first of all, I I looked different in the mirror after. I like was caught off guard by how 
beautiful I looked. And I don't mean that to sound vain. It's just like, oh no, always yeah. say it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, I looked beautiful and it was like, for, for one, I hadn't even been looking in mirrors since the trauma. It just wouldn't even have crossed my mind. So it was like the fact that I even looked and that I actually thought I looked so beautiful after just going through, you know, crying and hitting things with a racket and get it, moving all this energy, but it, it actually made me look so much lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My, and my students, I always notice their eyes are more clear. Oh, it's like, there's like a eyes veil. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then anyways, she, she picked up on right away that I needed a lot of grounding and she was pulling earth energy up through her and then out her palm into mine. Amazing. So she wasn't, she was pulling it from the through the ground up. And then I was craving root vegetables yeah. for like weeks. I yeah. like needed to feel the earth. Like totally. I needed to feel grounded because I had left my body yeah. energetically. So it was all about grounding. That's so beautiful. But yeah, the food, I, I agree. I did Whole30 to figure out my um, allergies a mm-hmm. few years ago. And I just, it's insane how I changed the way I eat and what I can do with my days yeah. has like tenfold maximized. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. My energy. Like I can just do so much more by eating clean. And even just the way you sleep and like, that's, that's like my one thing, like with people who are wanting to, cause right now I feel like becoming psychic is like kind of popular and it's like, well, but, but it's like, it's needed. Like it's necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, you don't have intuition in LA, you are not going to make it. (laughs) You need this as a tool. Um, and so it's like, you, you have to figure out like your food and, and not even just your food, but like, if you haven't done a cleanse and you have shit living in your body, like that stuff can mess with you. It can mess Mm. with your attitude. It can make you negative. Just mm. like with the Marie Kondo stuff, it's insane. Like I was lucky mm-hmm. enough to have my sister come out and help me. And it was actually so easy and clear to do. And I instantly felt lighter yes, and better. Absolutely. Like out loud, I was like, this feels amazing. Mm-hmm. And I was just donating, donating, totally. like getting yeah. rid of shit. Mm-hmm. My apartment's so like, it, it's plain. Ugh, and it's clean. so it's so clean. And I just like read it. I like... My program's called From Meh to Magic. Yes. Um, Because you want to, like, nobody wants to live in the meh of life. And it's, like, I kind of was. Like, I was, like, dating somebody that wasn't the right fit for me. I had, like, a job that I wasn't feeling passionate about. My apartment wasn't very cute. Like, my eating habits sucked. My car was scary. (laughs) And I was, like, I need to go through my own program. Like I need to like kick myself in the ass and I did. And now I'm like, Oh my God, my life is so fucking magical. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh, and the last thing is, um, I host yoga retreats. Oh yes. yes. So we're, we're going to Peru. Oh. Yeah. So we've done Bali, Nicaragua, Thailand, Greece, and Peru's next. Oh. Yeah. So if you girls can make it, I would love to have oh, you. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. Too. It's in March. It's in okay. March. And okay. um, did you guys know they're closing Machu Picchu down? Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Why? Yeah. People are picking pieces <gasps> of it off and taking uh, it home with them. No. So I don't think it's happening super soon, but it. I've heard the rumors like, that it's happening. Forever? Yeah. Oh. Closing access. Yeah. People fucking it up for everyone yep. else. No. Yeah. But. Damn. Peru. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Peru. Peru. It's the sacral chakra of Mother Earth. Oh, oh, oh wow. Yeah, the Amazing. Earth has chakras as well. How so? Um. Well, the Earth is a living being just like we are. Yeah. So you would think that they 
the Mother Earth also has chakras, you know, just like we do. And mm. Mount Shasta um, is in California. It's uh, very north is the root. Oh, um, The cool. sacral is in Peru. It's Machu Picchu and Lake Titicaca. Mm. Titicaca. Yeah. That would make sense makes for sex. It, that makes sense for chakra sex power money totally right solar plexus is um australia the heart is stonehenge oh Uh, the throat is jerusalem the third eye moves around whoa which is crazy how was this all decided um i guess spiritual Teachers and leaders know, um, but I've done a lot of research on the internet and it's it's all on there. And then the person that I found this out from was a sound healer at the den mm. oh. and she started me on it. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. I never heard about this before. And then I like dove into Google. Um, wow. I mean, I, I totally get what you're saying, especially with witchcraft, we, we bring it all back to nature, mm-hmm. like traditionally. And um, we see the ways in which um, mother nature lives and breathes and is affected. Yeah. So I'd, I'd buy it. Yeah. I understand that way. Of thinking. Totally. Totally. Fascinating. Yeah. Shall we? Yeah. I was yes. just What's say. the process? So I've basically down some questions. Perfect. I'll open your records with a short prayer. Okay. Half of it is said out loud. Half of it is said silent. So if I disappear for a second, I'm not talking. I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> okay. You'll know that your records are open because I'll say your records are now open and then oh. we can start the reading. And do I, is there anything I need to do? What do you tell clients when they come in? No, the you just be, you just chill. Okay. Yeah. A lot of, you know what I find really cool. Um, and this is, it depends on the person, but, um, usually when I finish, if the person's like a very aware person, they're like, that was crazy. I had a whole like vortex of energy happening the whole time you were doing my reading, um, all these things. And what's cool is, is that when you're getting a reading, you're also getting a healing from Mm -hmm. the records Mm -hmm. and it feels you, if you know, you'll feel this like fifth dimensional energy come over your whole entire body. Amazing. Okay. I feel very open yeah, to all yeah. of this. I was going to say, like, I could open your records at the same time. <laughs> you could, we both yeah. wrote down questions. Yeah. Or we could do it separate. It's up to you. Let, we can balance. I feel like we're so connected anyways. We yeah. can do that. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that. Cool. Um, let me grab. Can, if, do you want to see? Yeah. I just want to write your names down so that okay. when I'm looking at it. These, this is where I was writing questions. Perfect. Okay. Or you can write. Oh, it. yeah. Oh, that's, that's better. Even better. And then just write each of your names down for me. Okay. Middle name too? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So much meaning in names. I like your bracelet. <gasps> Thank you. It's from Adam Rabbit Jewelry. Very, very pretty. Oh. Isn't that cute? Yes, it's so magical. I'm so excited. Me too. I'm excited that we're doing yours both at the same time. Yeah. Me too. It yeah. feels right. <laughs> okay. And so we do acknowledge the forces of light asking for guidance, direction, and courage to know the truth. For it is revealed for our highest good and the highest good of everyone connected to us. O Holy Spirit, help me to know Leah and Rachel in the light of the Akashic Records. To see Leah and Rachel through the eyes of the Lords of the Records and enable me to share the wisdom for Leah and Rachel. The records are now open. Mm. Okay. Mm. 
what did you girls want to talk about? Well, I had two figures come to mind, like really strongly right before you said open the records. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'll ask about that, I guess. Um, Joan of Arc. And I think for Leah and maybe for me too, Anne Frank. Mm. She so is I, her teacher. Who is? She is her teacher, Joan of Arc. Mm, my teacher. Mm-hmm. Mm. She has been in her records helping her prove her worthiness. Uh, They're giving me the word sacred. Uh, She's a sacred being to you. Mm. Someone who's um, a very like warrior-like energy, helping her (sighs) speak her truth. Mm -hmm. She chose her, has been very connected to her heart. She's been, so she's been in your records for forever. Mm. Yeah. The warrior totally makes sense. My, my Scorpio mantra is warrior. I am from the battle. I rise triumphant. Oh. She's literally a battle person. <laughs> yes. I never put that together. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's, she's like a, a warrior. Yes. She, she's there for her whenever she needs, um, to speak her truth, but mm-hmm. it's what they're showing me more. So is that it's, uh, the moments that you don't feel, uh, fully able to, to be that warrior. Mm-hmm. She helps you to be the warrior. Mm-hmm. That's why she's there with you. Mm. I had three deceased people that I knew in, in this life. Um, like I felt their energy. I was mm. thinking of them. So she has loved ones in her records. One of them is a teacher. Two of them are loved ones. Hmm. Yeah. They're all in your records teaching, but a lot of the time when you have a loved one in this particular lifetime, they don't, they're not in your records, Mm -hmm. but two of these uh, people are. Okay. That's crazy. Cause literally I was thinking of three people. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Can I say who they were? Yeah, of course. So the Aunt Lena, who is who I was named after, is my great aunt, and she is like the artist of my family. (laughs) Um, And I've always felt a connection to her, obviously, because I'm named after her. But it is funny that like I am following this path. Um, Mm. She's literally like she was famous in Canower Town, which is a real town named after my family. Um, She was famous for playing the saw. Like, oh, yeah. That's beautiful. The musical saw. The musical so beautiful. saw. Yeah. yeah. Um, she was probably a witch. Mm. And the other two are a friend from high school who overdosed on heroin. And the other is an ex-boyfriend who died from cancer. So the, I feel like those are, yeah, loved ones. And the other is more of a teacher. So that's wild. Yeah, that's beautiful. Very, very beautiful. Mm. It's really interesting. This is coming from me, not your records, but um, when they hand information forward, it comes as a whole. So it's rare that uh, energy will step forward and it's more of a collective whole Mm -hmm. of your records. Mm. Yeah. So it's rare that we're having these. No, no, no. no, That's that. It does make sense. But um, to actually like call forward, like I would like to speak to this specific Mm. person. It's rare. And Mm. usually they'll speak as a whole collective. Mm, Got you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you able to read from the records if 
those loved ones or my teacher has any messages for me? Yeah, let's ask. The aunt is preparing you to draw more energy forward into the artistry of her soul. She has been collecting energy for some time and is now gathering it forward Mm -hmm. to place into a physical realm. Mm -hmm. She is purposefully guiding her art into the eyes of people who need the message of love. Your aunt looks like she's there helping you define your creativity, but it's coming through this uh, very um, loving, um, almost mysterious sort of place. And uh, she's helping you to connect with different uh, people that are already here on the physical realm that need to see your work and your messages. Mm. Yeah. Let's see. The The friend um, wants to know if you have a specific question. Mm. The first one in my head is, are you okay? Oh, more than okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, so okay. What can I learn from the tragic, from his tragic passing or his life? To persevere through the darkness and know that there is always a message of light. They're showing me... um. Often one cannot see the message. Uh, It's covered in a pattern of darkness and can be crippling to a human form. His message is to persevere no matter what you are feeling. It looks like uh, His message was on purpose, one of uh, very much pulling light through into the planet, um, almost like through the cracks of what happened to him, that it actually somehow strengthened and brought so many more people together. Mm. And there were certain people throughout the time that he passed away that would not have excelled or moved forward the Mm. way they were meant to had he not passed on. And it almost was a way of um, unsticking energy that was stuck and his death pushed things forward. I just got chills. That is so true. I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Witches, it's story time about story worth. One of the best parts of the holidays is reconnecting with family. You get together, swap stories, and relive memories, but it can be hard to keep all those memories alive, and that's what makes StoryWorth one of the most meaningful gifts for the holiday season. It's an online service that helps your loved ones tell the story of their lives through thought-provoking questions about their memories. Every week, StoryWorth emails your family member different story prompts, questions you've never thought to ask, like, what have been some of your life's greatest surprises, and what 
what's one of the riskiest things you've ever done? After one year, StoryWorth will compile every answered question and photo you chose to include into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped for free. I asked my mom some of the prompts recently, and it was fascinating to hear these stories, things I never would have uncovered otherwise. And she used to make us scrapbooks growing up for all eight of her kids. Imagine if she would have had StoryWorth, how much easier that would have been. So if you want a little help preserving and passing on your memories, then you need StoryWorth. Sign up today by going to storyworth.com slash basicwitches. You'll get $20 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash basicwitches for $20 off. Oh, I, I have a question. Yeah, of course. I, I want to ask what roles I played in past lives and why I chose to come back because I've always felt like I didn't choose, but I think it's more that I was really reluctant mm. in choosing. Okay. Let's, let's break this down into yeah, a few two, different questions. Okay. Just about what roles maybe first, what roles I played in past lives. So they're showing me that, yes, you were reluctant to come back and that a part of it had to do with this such strong desire to come back to to uh, fully embrace the opportunity of who your soul is in this lifetime. Whereas in the past, she has not always been able to do so. So it was almost this inauthentic persona that came through in these lifetimes and her expression of who she is now is the reason that she is here. Mm. She has chosen to be a voice for those on the earth who seek to find more in themselves. She is a pathway to open. You look like you're opening up a thought, a completely different thought process for people. Mm. Uh, it, it's almost as if, um, these ideas have not even occurred to people until they hear you speak. Hmm. And um, that's the whole reason that you came here was to uh, implant is not the right word. Um, inspire mm. uh, new waves of energy. It's it's like you're creating brain waves inside of people, um, new um, cells inside of people mm. and helping people to process information in a completely different way. Mm. So, Without your energy coming back into this lifetime, it would almost be um, a missed opportunity is what they're saying to me. Mm. A missed opportunity for her, but also for many, many others that are associated with her uh, in this lifetime that have also been associated with her in past lives. Okay, so there's more. Oh. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. bit, so they're using the word ongoing contract. So the people that you are uh, associating with and affecting oh now have been in your past lives. So for you to not show up in this lifetime would be a um, unfinished contract with these people. What was I to these people before? Yes, because yeah. I think I know, but I want to know. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you can go. Or <sighs> no, I just want to ask. Mm -hmm. I want to ask what what I was to these people. She was a leader. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> But you're, it's something about your voice. It's public, uh, public speaking. Mm -hmm. She has also 
been in a realm of speaking her truth in a way that is uh, not pushed down. So um, you also look like you have been dealing with a little bit of that too. Uh, but it's, it's different. You're, you're, um, oh, interesting. She's been a politician at one point. Mm. (laughs) Um, let me see what else is there. A forest 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Are you into politics now? (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Uh, let's see. Well, let's, let's dig into that one for a sec. Yeah. So she was, um, uh, the underdog is what they're saying. She's fought for the underdog. Uh, so she's always brought the ones who had no voice, a voice is what you were doing as this, um, uh, why you were into politics in that lifetime mm-hmm. is to speak for the ones that couldn't speak. Mm. Um, that all resonates totally yeah, true. Yeah. Do you, if you have questions with the records, oh. you just dig in. <laughs> I mean, I just... Um, I got a message before uh, multiple times that I was a leader of men and people, mm-hmm. but like, especially warrior men. Interesting. Um, so basically like a queen or a leader, which is a politician. Mm. Well, she's been more than just the politician. Hold mm. on. <laughs> uh, so the feeling that I'm getting is that you in almost every lifetime you've lived, it's had to do with something having to do with your voice. Mm. Um, speaking is uh, her truth. Yep. It's her soul is her voice. Um, mm. Her soul is her voice. Like the the feeling that I'm getting is that you, uh, it's like you're, the energy and the essence of who you are is a song. It is mm. like, uh what is the, uh, it's vibration. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very, very vibratory. Whereas, you know, other, others are light or, mm. uh, your like sound. Um, so that's really beautiful. Mm. But let's ask about these other, uh, leader of men and the queen. So yes. So the, the politician was, you were a leader of men. You <laughs> they're showing me, um, this is so interesting, but it's, um, it's not a queen as we know it. Mm. It's this, um, it's like, a. it it's has to do more with, um, the forest and it has much more <laughs> to do with nature yeah, yeah. and animals. And, um, it's, it's, uh, it's not a queen of like a city, right? It's a queen of, um, earth. Mm-hmm. And uh, specifically, the forest mm-hmm. is what what <laughs> the, the main yeah. the, the dream I got that listeners have heard about because it was such a strong message I got um, after being cracked open was in a forest. That's yes, that's, <laughs> that's where you with yeah in in circle with like they looked like maybe Aztec or native yes. people yes. men oh, warrior yes. men yes and I was in the circle with them like yes. an equal but I was leading them because. They began, one began to cry Mm. and I messaged that it's okay. I basically gave permission. Yes. And And then uh, they all cried. Motherly in a way. Yeah. uh, Took care of them. Yeah. And it was before war and then they all cried and it was, it was really important that we all cried together. Uh, Yes. (laughs) I have chills. Yes. All of this. You, you, this forest, this particular lifetime Uh is so 
important mm-hmm. to you and it's so where everything started. And I did choose my name LaForest, yeah. which is a family name, but oh I, I chose it. <laughs> Amazing. Because <laughs> I felt more connected to it than my birth name. <laughs> oh, wow. That makes, yeah. Crazy. And all, there it all is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and <laughs> the, the other message I got was that that was the past and that this lifetime was to to come in and be with my people. So it was crazy that to be like in the, in the trenches with them. Yes. And so it's crazy that you said, I have this connection with all these people from the past. I think that I was exactly leading them from in the past. And now I'm amongst they them. They just helping. gave me the word abandoned. Like if you hadn't come back, it would have mm. like, like Im- imagine if from the forest time, <sighs> if you had chosen not to come back with them, that would have yeah. felt uh, like abandonment. Mm. Yes. I like really resonate with all that. (laughs) It's crazy because I've always felt like since I was little, something way bigger, I would literally like go out in the driveway and like cry and, and look up and wonder like, why did I have to be here and do this and come into this? Cause I had a really hard Mm. upbringing and I always felt like I, this is so hard. I don't want to do this. I feel like I didn't ask to be here, but I think it was just a reluctance, but I had to. Her tears. There's something specific about her tears. It is, um, they're showing me it's almost like this um, opportunity for her to transcend time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when she cries, uh, she is has the ability to go into spaces she can't normally go into. Mm-hmm. And connect yes. beyond, yes. like, physical. I've felt exactly. that before. Yep. So it's okay. a good thing for her to do that. Thank you. You're so welcome. Wow. <sighs> I'm curious if I have any past lives. Oh, none. <laughs> You're <laughs> brand <Shit>. new baby. <laughs> Let's see. So the first thing they're showing me is that she... Uh, yours was water for the first thing I saw, um, specifically, um, uh, you boated, uh, from place to place Hmm. and, um, you were a man in this lifetime, uh, bronze skin. You had a son Hmm. and let's find out why this life is coming up. Hmm. She knew stillness in this lifetime something that still resides with her now. She is learning to use her emotions to create space, uh, to create space in her, um, it's like uh, your emotions are creating pathways for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, The water is almost like a deep representation of um, her her mind's eye is what they're showing me. Mm. Um, this lifetime, you looked as if you you purposely were there for for a family. Um, mm. Something that she very much wanted was family, mm. and was very connected to family, and uh, something that is pulled into this lifetime as well has to do with um, family. Mm. Um, yeah, that's an interesting one to pull up. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's the first one though, but you have had multiple past lifetimes. Mm. Did I die on this boat? No. Okay. No, no, no. 
she left her family and was unable to return. Mm. So you're finding um, a way back in this lifetime. Interesting. Yes. Oh, brother. Do you have a brother? I have two brothers. Yeah. Mm. One of them was your son. Mm. Um, like, a, it's very caring relationship. Mm. Very, like, um, something that you're, you're mending. We are mending. Yeah. And that has to do with um, leaving your son and not being able to return. It's like a... Um, a bond that needs mending. Wow. That's fascinating you say that because I have two older brothers, but this brother in particular who I'm mending with, he's always felt kind of like a younger brother to me Mm -hmm. because he's a little more emotionally immature. Mm -hmm. And I had to like spell things out for him. He didn't understand. And then we didn't talk for like two years because you've just fucking turned on me. And well, he's, he's mad at you, (laughs) but it's okay. You know, um, you two have, it's your, you're doing the work. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's helpful for her to know why he's mad and there's, there's reasons that she wasn't able to see. Mm. So just understanding that it wasn't your choice, um, to leave him, but that is why he's angry. Mm. That makes sense. (laughs) Do you have any more to ask on that? Mm. No, actually. I feel like that, yeah. I do have another question, though. Of course, yeah. Whose pain have I been carrying Mm. my entire life? A part of it is not yours. A part of it comes from your father. Mm. Um, But it's not specifically from him, it's from his father. Uh, so that has been a little bit passed down on a cellular level. Hmm. But the other part is another past life that is uh, coding the energy of her body. She is able to release, let me ask, She is able to release through the wisdom of her mind. This is a tool she is learning to build for herself and can contemplate through her art of stillness. They're asking for you to separate the energy of self and How do I explain this? Um, It looks as though you find such stillness that you learn the complete difference between your energy and the energy that's residing over you that isn't yours. Mm. That's one part of it. The second part is that she's able to separate the two using the wisdom of her mind to do so. Mm. There's more though. Let me ask. Her pathway is to proceed with caution and endurance as she travels deeper into her mind's eye. Hmm. There is much to be shown and for her to break through 
She must know herself well. Stillness is her answer, and she must learn to practice. They're showing me it's like a daily practice for her to be still, and it's like this art of knowing who you are. Mm. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I, I'm a Gemini, so I'm always kind of everywhere. Your energy looks split to me. Gemini. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, uh, how do I explain this yeah. to you? Uh, yours is such a visual thing that I'm getting. Um, mm. But yeah, it's like, uh, it's like understanding these two separate energies and knowing what is hers and what is not. Mm. I do have a hard time being still and even meditating sometimes. Because I, yeah, well, speaking of my, my dad they're, and his dad, both businessmen, my dad would always talk to me about business. So I, th- I think that's why I'm such a good businesswoman, but it always makes me feel bad when I'm still because I'm not being productive and not working towards my career. Which makes sense why they brought up your dad and his dad. Yeah. Let's ask though, let's, let's dig a little deeper into that because they didn't use the word meditate for you. They mm. used the word stillness and it could be meditation, but I always mm. like to get specific in your records yeah. because sometimes it's different for people. I said, it is not meditation. They keep using the word art, the art of stillness. Mm. Uh, it doesn't look as though you are clearing your mind. It looks as though you are using your mind within stillness to create wisdom and pathways mm. for yourself to, to learn. So what's interesting to me and what I see as uh, this is coming from me, not your records, mm. um, you look like your mind is moving, but your body is still. Mm. So that's I, what they're saying. I do a lot of art with my hands yes. and that is meditative for me because it's, yes. I feel like I'm doing something, mm-hmm. but I'm also like enjoying yeah. Stillness. That makes oh, sense. Oh, yeah. So they're saying creating the art with her mind. Mm. Yes. That's so uh, things are moving within you, but your body is like finding the stillness to get to know this artistry of yourself. Mm. Yeah. Cool. It, they've used the word art with you a lot. Mm. It's beautiful. Is there anything, um, maybe lastly, in our records about Leah and I and the show or mm-hmm. our past contracts, if any, um, anything for basic witches. Their contracts have been great, uh, meaning great as mm. in magnet magnitude, mm. magnitude, mm, big, uh, big. Thank you. Uh, paving the way for future generations. Uh, <laughs> they're showing me that this is, um, the only way I can describe it is like burned into your souls, mm. <laughs> seared, uh, mm. branded. It's mm-hmm. a better way to describe that. Uh, so it looks as though you girls are creating um, a school for future generations to learn from. It is a method of words that have not been spoken thus far. This is something they will embark on in future years. And it looks as though you have um, uh, others training underneath you. Mm. 
Um, is this something that... I was just thinking our witch in training <laughs> level on Patreon. <laughs> we are training. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so let, let's see. Also a continuation of sisterhood. Mm-hmm. They are gathering those uh, that resonate with their work. Uh, it looks like a big gathering of sisterhood. Mm. Mm. Party. But it's a continuation. So this is a mm-hmm. this is a ongoing thing for you. Mm. But really where you're headed um is you are you are creating a a method, you're creating a school. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Cool. I'd like to see what comes out of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any questions about it? Is it a literal school or is that metaphorical? Like school of thought? It is both. Mm. School of thought, yes, they said. Absolutely. <laughs> but they are actually teaching, like, um, they showed me, like, a module. Like, you're actually mm. teaching certain things. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, have, I yeah. have a question. So you said future generations, and honestly, the depressing thought I had is, <laughs> will there be future generations with, like, our climate and the earth and stuff are you able to read akashic records like for the earth or do they or does the earth have any messages for us is that a thing yeah so when i open records i can only read yours okay so i wouldn't be able to like read their records or anything like that but i'm sure that the earth could have a message for you i don't know let's ask yeah let's ask the planet is in perfect harmony at this time and the real work stems from the vibration of the individual of the self until we learn to provide for the work of our own soul the planet will not change They're showing me that a lot of the way that the earth shifts is coming through the shift as an individual. Mm. So it's almost looking like, um, it's like each of us has to water our own garden, um, right now and tend to our own garden more Mm. so than ever. And the more that each individual soul tends to their garden and tends to their garden, it's actually like the way they're showing it to me is like each of us are the flowers on the planet and Mm -hmm. each of us are the trees and each of us are Mm -hmm. these like, you know, little birds and things. And Mm -hmm. the more that we tend to our own individual garden, like that's what actually makes the planet beautiful and more bright. Mm -hmm. And so that's where the real work is, is that if each of us can dig deeper into ourselves and deeper into ourselves and deeper the the planet is going to feel that shift and we'll be able to like absorb the energy that we've cultivated from mm. doing our individual work. Mm. And it's the way they're showing it to me is like very powerful. Mm-hmm. But they did not put worry into my heart. Oh, good. That, that is not something that's there. Good. It, it seems to me as if all things are in perfect alignment as they should be. Mm. Even... 
even the stuff that doesn't look like it's, it's okay. There's, Mm -hmm. there's reasons behind it. There's Mm -hmm. reasons for it that are helping uh, uh, learning tools is the word they're saying progression. Um, it's helping progress and, uh, uh, giving opportunity to move forward. Mm. Mm. Thank you. Planet earth. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask if they have anything left over for you girls. We are asking them to project their desires from the realm of their heart that they have not looked in thus far. This is a place individual to each of them that is connected to the purpose of their soul. Ask for guidance and we will be here. Ask for messages And they're showing me that it's in, it's like in the doorway of your heart. Mm. They're, they're basically saying, um, dig deeper. Mm. All right. Should we close them? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to thank the masters, teachers, and loved ones for their love and compassion. I'd like to thank the Lords of the Akashic Records for their point of view. I'd like to thank the Holy Spirit of Light for all knowledge and healing. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. Ah, women. Ah, men. Ah, men and women. (laughs) Ah, to all the things. Wow. That was so cool. That, that was really cool. I feel Amazing. very light. Yeah. Yeah. And Me we too. we all like had our eyes closed for majority of yeah. that. Yeah. Mine go um backward. Whoa. Sometimes like uh my eyes will be open, but I'm like looking backward. Like, I totally know what you, you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. It's like and then sometimes it's just like I have to just like whatever is back there, it's just like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was practicing when Leah would be asking her questions, seeing if I had things coming through too. Mm -hmm. That was really fun to like be open and be up there in that mind's eye and feel that. Did you girls feel the energy? Yeah. Well, it felt like it reminded me of higher self Mm -hmm. where it's like all I would imagine for you, it's all coming from a place of love and peace, Mm -hmm. which is like what the higher self is. Yeah. The energy in the fifth dimension feels very, um, I guess it, I, it's a, it's what I would imagine like a fairy to feel like or something mm-hmm. like just, it's like, I, I almost feel like drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. It's like, cool. it's so like, um, like, I don't know if thick is the right word because mm. it's very light, but it's like, it's very like, Ooh, like. Is that draining for you? No. Okay. Mm-mm, it's filling. Mm. Very, very filling. Every time if I. I've gone into the records like when I just don't feel good and just have been like, can you just he- do healing on me? And they will, I always feel so like cradled and like loved because it's like, you're not disconnected. And mm-hmm. sometimes when we're down here, we're like, 
we can feel very disconnected, even though we're not Mm -hmm. our human selves and our human minds will disconnect us. So, um, yeah, yeah. When you're in the records, you're, it's like, you're, you're full, you're whole Mm. and you're very in touch with your inner being. So when you do this for yourself, are you talking out loud or is it more internal like meditation? It's internal. Okay. And and the tricky part is like if you girls open your own records, um, you'll hear the messages most often. This mm-hmm. isn't always, but in your own voice. Mm-hmm. So at first you're going to be like, is this, am I just thinking this? But you're not. It's, and also you'll hear um, we, mm-hmm. and when you hear your own thought, you'll hear it as I. Oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that's what's really like, I sometimes will hear different voices in my records, but most of the time it's me. Wow. Yeah. Because sometimes I noticed you would say she talking to us in third person and mm-hmm. then other times you would say you. Yes. Yep. So, so yeah. What yeah. was that? She, sometimes I'll let them talk through me. Okay. And so that's where like they're saying she, blah, 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 blah. And they're just saying it through me. Sometimes it's like... Uh, if I'm having a hard time, like explaining it or something, um, like if they're giving me a visual and not talking through me, I'll have to explain it like the best that I can. Mm. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So yours, I was talking through to you a lot. Yeah. I like. Was mine more, cause Leah's was more visual. Hers was beautiful. Yeah. Oh, so like, I so visual. It. Yeah. What was the aspect of mine, like how you were talking about before the sentient, the clairvoyant, whatever. For like. both of you is a lot of feeling. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, yours was very wordy, which actually now kind of makes sense because of the, the whole voice. voice thing. Yeah. yeah. It was just like huh. blah, 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 blah. Um, for you, it was, uh, it was very visual. And I always say I get visions a lot. That's my, my yeah. biggest. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. I definitely saw that. So how did you yeah. get into this? Yeah. Um, so when I was young, I would have like prophecy dreams oh. and like, it was like crazy stuff. Like I had one of my ex-boyfriends, this was like, a, this was one of the big ones. Mm. Um, I like had this dream that his ex-girlfriend was going to fly into LA and have a list that she was going to present to him to try to win him back. And I, I told, I woke up and I was like, your ex is going to fly out here <gasps> with a list and she's going to try to win you back. And he's like, you're crazy. We haven't talked in seven months. It's not going to happen. I was like, mark my word. She'll be here in three days. And no he was way. like, you're crazy. And then she showed up three days later with a list and flew there. It was a whole thing. And I was like, told you. Like, yeah, but it was like, and I've had like, even just growing up, like small things, like weird small things like that. And so then like once I started like diving into it more, like they started happening in big ways like that. Mm. Um, And so I kind of always knew that I had this like psychic gift. And then um, also sometimes when this is going (laughs) to, it's really funny, but sometimes when I would drink tequila, (laughs) I would be like really psychic. And I'm saying like, I could hear people's thoughts like, and would go over to them and be like, oh, like, I know you're going through this thing and this thing with your mom and blah, blah, blah. Like, she wants you to know A, B, and C. And they're just like, what the hell? <laughs> you're drunk. <laughs> no, they were like, that's totally right. Oh. And they'd start crying. And like, they'd be like, that's exactly what I'm going through. Like, this is like, how did you know this? And like, all this stuff. It's a random person at a, at yeah, a bar. Yeah, and when I'm drunk, I don't really seem like I'm drunk. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good I, I, can, I can hold my liquor. Um, no, but... Uh, you know, that's not the best way to give psychic readings. Like that's, yeah. you know, it's a little bit like 
intense, even yeah. though I can always tell if somebody's open to the energy versus like if somebody's closed off, right. I'm not going to go like barge into their world. Yeah. Um, there was always somebody that was open to me and like inviting of me. Wow. Um, but regardless, like with the Akashic records, I don't, I don't drink you, you know, it's a big no, no. Like you don't drink mm. and open someone's Akashic. It's like drinking and driving. Like okay. mm. you guys don't want that kind yeah. of reading, you know? Yeah. Um, so, but that, that would happen so often that I was just like, this is crazy. Like this, the amount of information that was there when I didn't have a, cause it was almost like drinking made my, my shield go away. Mm-hmm. And so then I was so open to all of the things and I, I, it, yeah. And what was the context? You said the words Akashic records came to you. Mm-hmm. What was the context? It was young. I don't, you know, I don't remember. Like I was just, I don't remember how they came to me, but I remember seeing the word for the first time and, and it struck me like right. deeply and I, I needed to know like what it was. Mm, um, wow. yeah. And then I started working, um, with this astrologist who she gave me a psychic reading and it blew my mind. Like it was so amazing. And she was like, you're more psychic than I am. And I was like, there's no way. And she's like, you don't understand. You're more psychic than me. And she was like, here, hold my keys and tell me what you see. And so she was teaching me to like pull memories out of objects. And I was like, I don't know. I see a little brown dog. And she was like, you're holding my dog's ashes in your hand. It was in her keys. It was her little brown dog that had died. And I was like, wow. Okay. And so like, so over a period of time, the more I started to learn to trust myself, like these, Mm. the more I was like, okay, like maybe I'm psychic. And like, then I started, um, I actually, uh, after working with Helen and did like, I think the advanced course and the beginning course and maybe the healing course in the Akashic records, she was like, look, I don't normally tell people this, but you should work at California psychics. And I was like, oh, well, what is that? She's like, it's a psychic hotline, but she's like, it's really rare that they'll hire somebody like very, very rare. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you, like one out of every like 200 people get hired. And I was like, okay. I was like, sure. I guess I'll audition for this thing. Like it sounds interesting. And it's all like phone readings. So they were like, yeah, we'll audition you. It's two readings and two people are going to call you, um, over the course of two weeks and from an unknown number. I was like, okay. <laughs> so they call me. The first one's just like, uh, uh, just tell me about my life. And I was like, oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> fuck. So, but then I read her and she was like, holy shit. All this crazy stuff came through about like, anyway, I won't go into it, but it was really interesting. And then the next one, she was more like talkative and like mm. wanted to back and forth with me. And like, I got hired. So I was like, oh, Cool. So then I started doing psychic hotline readings, um, but the energy still felt like um, it just wasn't like the Akashic records are so like it's from such a soul level truth and it's Mm. so spiritual. It's so sacred. Mm. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with psychic readings. There's not. And like I still sometimes have psychic stuff that comes through, but it's just from a different place. It's not fifth dimensional. It's like it's more fourth dimension. I actually asked my records that I was like, well, where's the psychic information I'm getting coming from? And they were like the fourth dimension. Hmm. I was like, okay, so it's just a, it's a different plane where, cause the Akashic records can shift. It's not completely set in stone. Whereas the fourth dimension, things are shifting. Like, so you can pull psychic energy and psychic stuff from that dimension. And it's really, um, it's really interesting. 
it sounds like maybe the psychic is a little more micro and the uh, Akashic is more macro, yep. just bigger yeah. picture, yeah. higher up. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's more, um, it's almost like the stuff that you decided before coming into this body. Like it's stuff that you're, that is imprinted on your soul. And also actually this is um, from Linda, Dr. Linda Howe, like, um, she gives an example of like if in a psychic reading, someone was like, well, when will I find the love of my life? A psychic might be like two years, whereas your Akashic records would be like when you forgive your sister and clean out the garage. So it's like <laughs> yeah. going to tell you more so like what's blocking you from getting to the thing that you're asking about yeah. versus like a psychic's like two years, you know, but and time's always holistic almost exactly yeah. and, and 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 it's healing because it's mm. actually helping you to like tangible yeah, yeah. it's stuff that you're like you want to do the work and stuff that you want you know yeah. whereas psychic it's like okay cool well then how did that help you yeah, you know it right, doesn't help right. you yeah. so that's the that's kind of the difference and like why I play with both um but I am an Akashic Records okay. person oh. are you a Capricorn by any chance no damn so far Taurus? from it no <laughs> what are I'm a cancer. Oh. Yeah. I'm like ruled by the moon through and through. Oh, okay. I'm a cancer tiger though. So. What does that mean? uh, You you don't know the Chinese Chinese year? Oh, okay. Oh, girl. It's like. (laughs) Scorpio horse. Oh, I love I'm a monkey. Mm, Amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Tigers are crazy. Especially I was born in the year of the fire tiger. So it's like we are feared. Whoa. <laughs> you seem very powerful, definitely. Uh, yeah. I have a lot of power. It's yeah. almost like, ah, uh, just calm down. I always have this <laughs> image of like, you know, the tiger like kills the deer and can run like a quarter mile top speed up a tree with a deer in its mouth. And like, sometimes oh I feel insane. like that, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you, because if you're so in touch with the moon, do you feel like when there's a full moon like there is right now that you have like weird sleeping patterns? When there's a full moon, I'm like a psychopath, <laughs> like in the best way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like everything's heightened. Like psychic pass. Si- yeah, psychic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Crazy with my psychic. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I definitely feel the full moon is is like as the moon is shifting now. I'm like, okay, well, I'm a totally different person. So <laughs> Capricorns, I feel like they're very much like who they are, you yeah, know, straightforward. They're business. very, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What else is in your chart? Um, oh gosh, this is interesting because just recently I like was looking up my chart and it said that I was, uh, well, I've always thought that I was a moon. Uh, it, my moon was in Libra, mm-hmm. but then just the other day it said it was in Scorpio. And I was like, what happened? Like, <laughs> what? Oh, what? So I, I feel I, I resonate with it being in Libra, but okay. um, Scorpio could make sense too. Hmm. Yeah. Did did the um did you update the time of birth? Is that what happened? Well, I I was I'm in Mountain Standard Time when I was born, and I'm wondering oh. like I and literally this morning I was like I need to go double check this. <laughs> like I oh. want to go look this up, but um I'm wondering if who has ever read my chart in the past didn't do it in mountain standard mm-hmm. time or whatever. Uh, something. Yeah. Interesting. So what are you girls? Double Scorpio. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Woo, do you not get, you get on your bad side. Oh yes. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But I see the good and the potential in everyone until they do get on. It's, I, it's very much innocent <laughs> until proven guilty. Like I love that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm Gemini sun, Pisces moon, Capricorn rising. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Pisces, your dreamer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
very sensitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I dated a Pisces and he was very psychic. Like we had such a psychic connection. It's like, oh, oh, that's cool. It's like, okay, we are literally reading each other's like energy and we're not even near each other. Whoa. Yeah. It was crazy all the time. So he'd, he'd be like, oh yeah, well, I knew you were going to be like this today. I'm like, how'd you know? He's like, I just feel, I can tell. Damn. We always knew. We always knew. Yeah. You were both water signs. That's usually. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And he was, he was a water dog. So he was like a double water and then fire tiger, just crazy person. Um, (laughs) So what, um, for, for Leah and I, or anyone who's had their Akashic records read, um, any advice or like aftercare? Ah, Moving forward. Let's see. Advice or aftercare. Um, One thing that I know is that the reading does not just end here. Um, You'll have crazy insights come through. I get crazy insights like for like a year after a reading. Whoa. Yeah. Stuff will start unfolding. (gasps) Like crazy things will unfold. Especially too, like if you girls ever want just like a private reading, you can get, you can like dive in Mm -hmm. there. Meaning like every category that you want to like talk about. And then like it usually unfolds over the period of like a year. Wow. Yeah. Um, So just know that if things start coming through or popping through, like totally normal. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And then you'll probably also get new questions that will pop up. Mm -hmm. That's normal too. Um, and then just text you, right. I'm like, (laughs) no, cause then I'd have to open your whole, I'd have to open the records again. You'll get like a psychic answer from me at that point. (laughs) I'll be like, two weeks, two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect. Um, and then just aftercare, like, I don't think this has anything to do with the Akashic records, but just like, just give yourself extra space and time to like process being a human. Like Mm. it is not easy down here. And like the Akashic records, like they are always with us. Like the, the, the ones that are caring for us, like they're with us all the time. And Mm. I think sometimes humans can feel so like alone and like they're not being held and yet we're being held so close and so carefully and we are loved so much. So just for anybody that like has that feeling, just know that like you have so much backing you. Mm-hmm. You have so many ancestors and loved ones. Mm-hmm. And like you have records, like you have your own records of people who are like caring for all of the things that are you. And so just remember that like, if you don't know, or you don't know where to go, or you feel lost or unsafe, like all you have to do is ask and just, you will be embraced. Mm. It's beautiful. And so hopeful, mm. like makes me feel, ah, uh, just like a, breath of relief. I'm so glad we're loved. Like we're loved beyond what our eyes can see. Mm -hmm. And so it's really us at this point learning to tap into feeling because the feelings are really how we're going to progress and move forward through our lifetime on on this planet. It's not about what's in front of our eyes anymore. That makes total sense to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ah, amazing. Well, let's, um, wrap up. Yeah. First, uh, any, anywhere listeners can find your services. Yes, definitely. My website is, uh, masteryourmagic.com and it's got all of the juicy stuff on there. Um, if, if you are in Los Angeles, I am doing, um, privates here, but a lot of the time my clients come internationally and I do that as well. So, um, feel free to reach out to me on any of those levels. 
um, Instagram at master underscore your underscore magic. And, um, yeah, those, that's the, the, those are the, avenue. those are the places. Yeah. Uh, my website's got it all. And anyone who's looking to experience like all of the things, Akashic records, Reiki, yoga, breathwork, meditation, adventure, like I'm the most adventurous person ever come to Peru because that's where you're going to get like totally like the full pampering package. Mm, awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Cool. And then we end every episode with a basic blessing. This is something oh. each of us are grateful for today. I love that. Mm. Oh my gosh. I'm grateful for... I was going to ask really quick. Oh, does yeah. everybody say they're grateful for this podcast? <laughs> yes. Okay. So I've got to think of something okay. different. While you know hey, you, you are. Say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm grateful for Marie Kondo, um, the woman, you know, uh, not only the idea of it, but yeah, also because I'm going through a lot of my stuff right now and I cleaned this little area of my room that has been giving me anxiety. It's like a tiny little area, but it was just so cluttered. And once I cleaned it out yesterday, I just, I'm really excited to get back in there and get rid of even more shit. Mm. I love Marie Kondo. Yes. Does it spark joy? Yes. <laughs> Does it? Okay. What am I thankful for? I am so like, I have to say, I'm so grateful for both of you girls. Um, and just allowing me to come here and do this, uh, reading it's, anybody listening to the reading today also got a healing and also mm -hmm. got, you know, which if you ever want to open up the records of our listeners, we can do that too. Cool. Yeah. So that could be a whole other <gasps> cool. crazy avenue. We should do that. that we should do a, a bonus on yeah, that. Or absolutely. Absolutely. Because that is, that breaks it open into, um, a lot, a lot more. Mm -hmm. Anybody listening is getting that, that work. So yes. I'm super grateful for both of you. And, um, honestly, just, I'm truly grateful for the magic on the planet. Like I really feel it every single day mm. and I'm so blessed. Mm. Yeah. I'm grateful for this safe space. Me too. Um, yeah. That we created um, to be able to like cry while getting a reading yeah. on a show that people are going to listen to, but I feel so safe. I can go there and be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm just grateful for what we've created here. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Amen and women. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, girls. Thank you.